Well, hey, girl, welcome to She's Doing Big Things. I'm your host, Alicia Lee, the original she, top income producer, freedom advocate, serial entrepreneur, winner of all the things, world traveler, and now digital nomad. I've lived my entire life feeling a little different, dreaming a little bigger, doing a little more, and believing I was destined to have it all. So I can imagine if you're here, you get it. You're a dreamer, a doer, an entrepreneur, so you're ready to set some big goals and smash them. So with that in mind, let's freaking get started. All right, ladies, and I heard we have some gents listening as well, according to our reviews, because I've seen some of you on iTunes. Wink, wink. Thanks for joining us. So I want to make sure we are saying, well, hey there to you as well, men in the audience. Today, we are bringing back the consistency in guest episodes, and I am so excited. I don't know about you all, but I feel like I needed a full like 30 days to recoup and recover and really dive back into scheduling and coordinating and really recovering from all of the holiday fun because y'all, I had some. So here we are in February and into the month of love. So I wanted to bring on someone that I personally just love a whole lot. She's a super sweet human, and we've connected on so many different levels, including coaching. So I'll tell you a little bit about her. Lindsay Meese is a yoga instructor, mindset coach, Frenchie mom. Oh my God, I love her dog. If it ever goes missing, do not check my purse. She's also a food lover, self-love motivator, confidence booster, lazy Sunday promoter. I am so with you there. And most importantly, a reality TV junkie. Okay, so we might talk about The Bachelor on this episode, just be forewarned, y'all. If you do not like The Bachelor, you don't like the conglomerate that it is, just plug your ears on that part. So Lindsay helps women get out of their way and reveal the most vibrant and confident versions of themselves so that they can flow through life with a limitless mindset. I could definitely use some of that. I don't know about you all. Because... As a self-proclaimed strategist, lover of checklists, and a to-do, not a woo-woo kind of coach, Lindsay is like the yin to some of my yang, and she is out doing so much of the inner work that this world really needs so that they can perform on a much higher level. Limitless, as she describes it, and I freaking love that word because I love the lack of boundaries that it truly creates in my mind. Lindsay has a passion for empowering women to recognize their worth, set boundaries, speak up, and stop saying yes to the things that don't serve them. She says it's time for women to stop holding themselves back and start feeling confident, vibrant, and unstoppable. Can I get a freaking amen? And all the ladies said, "Woo!" I'm imagining a roaring crowd of amens out there, just in case you didn't know what that pause was. So without further ado, let's bring on the woman herself, the self-love, self-care guru, Miss Lindsay Meese. How are you today, Lindsay? Hi, lady. I'm good. How are you? Ah, I'm so good. I am in a podcast recording hoorah, and I'm absolutely loving it. I love getting to connect with you all, and I love spending some time on my airwaves with just some beautiful ladies. So I am greater than great, if that's even a thing. 
All right. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm so happy to have you. Okay, so Lindsay, I know we've worked together in a coaching capsule and space, so I personally know your heart and passion for what you teach and what you do, but why don't you tell all of the ladies and apparently some men listening, what's your story and why do you feel so drawn to help women to truly inhabit routines of self-care and to really stand up and uphold their boundaries? Yes, totally. So... I'm a very thoughtful, caring person. When I was younger, I kind of let that take over in my life. And um, I just worried so much about what others thought of me, all the friends that I wanted to have. And it's kind of crazy how a lot of our insecurities as we're younger just flow through into our adulthood. And I started to recognize that more as I was getting older, that I just wasn't taking care of myself mentally. I wasn't setting boundaries. I was letting people kind of take advantage of me. And it takes a toll on you when you're focusing on everybody else all the time. And so I really started to notice that more as I grew older. And around this time, I had gone through a really bad breakup and mentally just couldn't deal with it. And that is when I found yoga and meditation. So that was kind of the beginning of my self-care journey. And yoga and meditation just made me feel so good. And the studio I had gone to had amazing teachers that talked so much about mindset, which I never really even paid attention to. So that's kind of where it started. And I began to feel more confident in myself. I began to recognize my mindset and how much it affects your daily life and how much it affects your actions in your life and where you're going. Um, and even in business and in just your personal life. So that was the beginning of my journey and kind of how I became a yoga instructor and a mindset coach. Oh, man, I love it so much because we all have a past, right? Like we all have a story. We've all been somewhere. And I think if we don't reconcile that at some point in our life, like you were kind of just saying, you know, I went through a lot as a child and I held on to a lot of, you know, emotions that I didn't necessarily need as an adult. And as we grow up, we start to reconcile those differences in what we actually have been through, what we actually hold on to, what we actually need. And it sounds to me like you're doing that work, you've done that work, and part of doing that is the actual act of self-care, right? Absolutely. And self-care translates into self-love. So when you are taking care of yourself, then you start to feel that love more for yourself and you start to feel that confidence for yourself within yourself. So it truly begins with the self-care. And once you start taking care of yourself, then you can really see how important it is to do those things and just to love on yourself more. And yeah, it's amazing how much your confidence starts to build as well when you start taking care of yourself and just making yourself a priority. Mm, 
yes, a hundred percent. I know we have all heard the adage, like put your mask on first, right? If you've ever flown on an airplane, you know that part of the uh, recitation at the at the beginning of the flight is always if the air mask falls out, if there's a loss of pressure, put your mask on first before helping others. And I think it's so pertinent and so true in everyday life, like. Take care of you first so that you have the energy and the audacity to take care of others. Absolutely. And I love that analogy. I've heard it so many times recently, too. Um, And I just find that working with women now and even just within my friends before I kind of got into all the yoga and coaching, so many women bite their tongue and feel they have an obligation to just take care of everybody else, maybe their mom, take care of their babies, take care of their family. Um, And they just worry about everybody else. And I just have a passion for showing women that they do matter and neglecting yourself to take care or please everyone else will 100% create an unhappy, unfulfilled and exhausted woman. So it's just so important to show up for yourself in that way. Oh my gosh, 100%. And I think every single woman listening to this knows that place of exhaustion where it's like, holy shit, something has got to give. And it always comes back to you, right? Mm -hmm. Like you standing up for you. So I love that. And I love the work that you're out doing. I love that what it stands for. It is just beautiful. So I know that we all have our own kind of, you know, self-care routine, but what is yours and when did you adopt this exact kind of template or timeline for yours? Yeah. So, I mean, I think as far as a self-care routine, everyone's different, of course, and you kind of shift it depending on the season you're in in your life. Um, when I first began doing more self-care, yoga and meditation, I would go to classes all the time. That was where I would go when I was stressed, when I was feeling just, you know, a little off with my mindset. And um, currently I've adapted some newer self-care routines. And um, typically my morning routine is important for self-care. Some people not so much, so that's up to them. Um, But I will wake up in the morning. I always have a warm drink. I like to drink something warm in the morning get my journal out and maybe do a meditation if I'm feeling like I need that in the morning just to get me centered and settled. And then I go about with either doing a physical workout, depending on how I feel. I don't do it every day. Kind of just if I feel like getting on my yoga mat or going to the gym, I'll do that. And then I kind of get on with my day doing things for my business. And typically I will always go to yoga if I'm in a stressful time and meditation if I need a break mentally, if I'm just in a funk, I always come back to yoga and meditation. That's like my go-to. Oh my gosh. So as a, um, a total meathead in the past, I have, you know, pro cards in figure and fitness. And I was always that person who's like, I lift heavy things and then I put them down. Right. But <laughs> all of a sudden I found yoga and I'll tell you, it has been so mind altering and life changing. Like just the ability to breathe in my body feels way different than it used to. Right. And like in those times of stress in business and in life, but really, especially for me in business, 
I find myself doing an actual breathing routine, kind of going, okay, deep breaths in and hold and deep breath out. Like, and it's so cathartic because I am one of those people who like get wound into a ball and take action from that place, right? And that's never the best place. And so I think it's so important to have that routine of like what takes care of you, but what also like calms you and soothes you and makes you happy and creates those emotional spaces and places that actually allow you to take care of the rest of the world in a helpful manner. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you say the meathead thing because it's such a common thing I see that people don't want to even try yoga because they're like, oh, that's not a workout for me. That's just not for me. And then they try it and they realize, oh my gosh, this is amazing to fit into my lifting or working out in the more physical way. I mean, and I could make yoga, I could do a a killer power yoga class if you really want to get sweaty. (laughs) But even for athletes, just getting that awareness of your body and the stretching, of course, is amazing. But the mental as well, the mindset part is just so beneficial. So if you are out there and you think that yoga is not for you, just try it like twice. (laughs) Yes. Um, I was a guest on a podcast the other day, actually, about like soulful care. It's called the Soul Journer podcast. And we were talking about yoga. And at the very end of it, she said, you know, what is one statement, overwhelming statement that you would give to anybody out there who is really looking, you know, for a self-care routine or why self-care or maybe even why yoga? And And all I could say, all I could think of was like drishti or falter. And if nobody knows what that means, drishti is like a, um, like a focal point you focus on it. And so it enables you to create the level of focus where you're not getting distracted and falling over, right? And I think that's so important to remember, especially in business, where you get to focus on one thing, you get to focus on one spot, and it creates so much less distraction, and thus so much less stress. And our body and our mind all the time right now is in like a constant state of distress and stress because we're, you know, we're bombarded by so much stimuli on a daily basis and so many decisions and so much comparison and just so many things that I think it's really important to like really focus. And I think yoga is such a like a metaphorical approach to that. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Love it. So what do you feel changed for both you in your business and in your life when you developed and started implementing an actual self-care routine? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing was the mindset aspect of it all. And the mindset is so important in your daily life and in your business. And when you are able to recognize those thoughts that are holding you back, then you can address them and move forward, move through them and grow as a person so that you can show up in your life and your business in uh, the most uplifted, positive way. And then you're showing up as the person you want to be. So for me, a lot of my business right now, I've had a lot of self-doubt in certain areas. And I know that a lot of women have that in their life, in their business. And I've had to work through a lot of my mindset around my self-doubt around my business. And when I'm self-doubting myself in my business, my business doesn't grow. So when you are able to recognize those things and shift it, then you can show up in your business and you will see it skyrocket. You will see your business just move because you are able to 
let go of those thoughts and those mindset shifts really helped for sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're going through. I mean, if you want a test of your own self-assuredness and confidence, start a business, right? Like it will bring (laughs) up all of the things that you didn't even know that you had and you were harboring and deep down inside there they are like rearing their ugly heads and poking their horns out. And yeah, it's such a process and it's something you truly get to grow through, just like you said. And I think taking care of yourself and knowing when you're growing is part of that. Absolutely. So what's the number one thing women should think about when deciding if they should or how they should put together their own self-care routine? I think the question of if you should, should not be there because yes, you should. (laughs) Everyone needs self-care. Everyone needs to make themselves a priority. Um, As far as creating that routine for yourself, It's going to look different for everybody and it's important to fit it in to your daily life so that it feels good. You don't want it to add more stress to your daily routine. So I always tell women to pick however many days a week that they want to incorporate self-care. So first of all, the thing to think about is how many days a week do you want to do something for yourself? And then try to make it a consistent time if you can. If not, that's okay. And just adding it in same day, same time so that it becomes a routine for you and it's consistent. Because, you know, I mean, I've done it. Oh, I'm gonna, I'll just say, I'm gonna go Monday at this time and then things come up and you're like, oh, I'm just not gonna, no, I'm not gonna do that today. (laughs) So it's really important to make it part of your routine, just like you would wake up, get the kids ready for school, eat breakfast, anything like that is part of your routine. You do it because you know you need to do it. So I think changing that mindset around that this is part of my routine and I need to do it is really important as well. So it's really just about making it feel good for you and to fit in so it's not a stressful addition. Yeah, I love that because I always tell people we get to decide what our priorities are and we get to do every single thing that we do in our lives. So like if you think that taking care of you falls behind feeding your children, you get to remember that feeding your children is also a choice, just like taking care of you is a choice. So it doesn't have to mean five hours of taking care of you. It can mean five minutes, but whatever works for you and whatever fits in your schedule, it must be done. It's just as crucial as feeding your children. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people sometimes need to think about what they're making time for currently Mm -hmm. that doesn't serve them and how they can set boundaries around that and take those things away so that they can add in the self-care and make themselves a priority because a lot of us have that mindset. I just don't have time for that. And I'm here to say, yes, you do have time for that. Yeah, (laughs) There's just a lot of things that we think we are obligated to do that we aren't. And we get to choose what we can take out that's not serving us. So I think that's an important aspect too, is to really look at what you're spending your time on and where you can add in the self-care and take something away that's not serving you. Yes, 100%. Okay, so let's talk about the parts of self-care that seem less obvious. What are the things you do that maybe you don't want to do? Like they don't feel as amazing as a 60-minute massage, but they're still necessary because 
I know I often think that we prioritize the good feels, right? Like the things that feel awesome and beneficial, but there are so many practices that utilize things that are better for us, but that you you don't get all warm and fuzzy thinking about. Exactly. Well, there are a lot of people who just hate working out and that's really a good self-care routine to add in. But self-care isn't all about bubble baths and getting a massage and all those things. And I think a lot of the hard stuff is more so around the mindset work or maybe having a hard conversation with a friend that's been stressing you out for weeks. Those are those harder things that we don't really think of as self-care, but they're totally self-care because you want to take care of yourself physically and mentally. And that aspect of it is usually the mindset side that kind of is like, oh, I don't really want to do that. (laughs) Or I don't really want to deal with the fact that I think that I'm ugly and I don't have any self-esteem. You know, those areas that we're struggling in are self-care and they're not always the easiest to work through. So those are probably the parts that a lot of us struggle with when it comes to self-care and that we completely avoid. Yeah, I think that the ones that we avoid the most are the ones that truly move the needle forward as a goal set, right? Like, does getting a massage truly move the needle forward? Probably not. But doing the inner mindset work, hiring the coach, going to the yoga class, um, doing the meditation, like those things probably move the needle forward. You know, does the workout do it? Maybe not, unless your goal is to lose 10 pounds. But if your goal is to make 5k, it might not feel like the warmest and fuzziest thing to do. But the other side of it is like, what is the thing that moves you to equilibrium, right? Like you're not stressed, and you're not elated. You're in the middle. And working out definitely does that. So I think those are like two questions to really ask yourself is like, does this move the needle forward for my goal toward my goal? And does this move me to equilibrium? Right. And a lot of this is about alignment. And my definition of alignment is when your thoughts, your emotions, and your actions are lined up. So if you have a goal in your business, or if you just have a personal goal or a mindset goal, you want to make sure that all of those things are lining up. You could be taking actions in your business, but your mindset isn't there and you're not going to get that result you're looking for. So it's really a huge deal to focus on finding that alignment. And maybe the physical aspect of it really isn't that important to you. But I will preach mindset because I'm a mindset coach, of course all day long. And you can have the thought that you want to lose weight, but if your mindset's not there, you're not losing weight. If your actions aren't there, you're not losing weight. Maybe your mindset's there, but you're not doing it. So same thing with your business. If you don't have the right mindset around what you're doing, maybe you started a business, but you're not passionate about it. You're in it for the money. All those things need to line up for it to be successful and to help you reach those business goals that you're trying to reach. Mm, Yes, 100%. I think that's so true. Like manifestation to me is massive ass belief backed by concentrated and purposeful action. And so yes, you have to have the mindset, you have to have the aligned action. But I think also 
there is a cyclical approach to creating action that creates confidence, that creates a positive thought, that creates more action. And so I think that for some people, it's starting in the mindset. And for other people, it's starting in the action. And I think it really is dependent upon where you've been and what you've experienced in the past. So no matter what, though, there has to be a positive thought that actually creates the action, no matter whether you started in action or you started in thought. So. Oh my gosh. I love this. So I know as someone who's always been a huge advocate for doing the tough stuff and the stuff that feels amazing that the times when I am on the back burner, I feel less aligned and less productive and less in tune with my business. Some of my toughies include reading in the morning and actually going to yoga, even though I do love it now, drinking more water, I will drink coffee all day if you let me and getting to sleep on a regular schedule. And I know that these are probably areas where other people struggle as well. So some of the feel good items that I've always loved, but have sacrificed a bit while building my business have been massages and facials and pedicures, right? Like those feel good and you walk away with a positive response to it. But I am sacrificing those things right now. So I have to make sure that the other items are in priority and they're in alignment. So I definitely know and feel the importance of this for myself. Now, since I know there are some women out there who are not taking care of themselves in a way that truly represents how much they love themselves or vice versa, how can they find you right now in the world so that they can work with you and get that back in alignment? Uh, Yes. So I am pretty much all over social right now. You can find me on Facebook. I do have an amazing free group that is called Elevate You. You can search it in the groups and find it on there. I offer trainings in there. We're going to be doing a challenge soon um, about stress relief. So I offer free challenges. The women love those. They're super fun. And I get on there and coach you a little bit. Uh, You can find me on Instagram just by my name, Lindsay Meese. And I have a podcast too. So it's called The Confident Vibrant Gal. And you can find me on there as well. Love it. And as always, I will drop all of that information in the show notes so you don't have to worry about spelling anything or worrying if you missed an underscore or a period or anything like that. I will make it super simple so you can find each other, connect. And now, what are you offering for them so that they can truly start down this path to loving their existence and exuding that natural confidence that I know I believe all women should get to exhibit. And I know that there are so many women out there trying to just like regather their luster. So what is this next challenge that you're going to be offering? You said it's about stress relief. Oh, yes. So there's a free um, stress relief challenge we're doing this week. And um, it's a three day challenge. We're going to be going in and diving deep about what's causing your stress and how to move through it and forward. And if you miss the challenge, I also have one on one coaching spots open that I love to work with women on just helping them pinpoint where they're stuck and to move forward and just find that confident, vibrant version of yourself again so that you can show up as the best version of you. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So thank you, Lindsay. Oh my gosh, for popping on our airwaves today. And can I just say, this makes me want to go grab a book that challenges my brain while popping some bubbly and sitting in a bubbly bath because (laughs) I'm like feeling some self-care up in here. All the vibes. All of this self-care talk has pointedly exploited how very little of it I've done as of late. And 
it is time. So thank you for the reminder, for pressing that need into me and for doing the work that you do in the world. I love being a part of your sphere and seeing the passion that you have for helping others. It is literally just exploding and it's gorgeous. And I cannot wait to see who else you impact. Thank you so much. And you better let me know when you take that bath so that I can remind you to do it again next week. (laughs) Oh, yes, absolutely. I will. All right, my CEOs, as always, I want to remind you to go out into the world, dream bigger, go bigger, take care of yourself more, make bank and live freaking freer. What is up, my darlings and doers? If you loved this podcast, please don't leave it behind. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and do us a huge favor. Give us a quick rating. It not only helps me to know where you're listening, but it also helps the new listener to find this podcast and become the next doing success story. So with that, I'm off to do some big things or help one of my amazing clients get her doing list done. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next week.